there are some days and even some seasons when it's easier to preach. When you've got simple parable about sheep and goats, you, you know where to go. Something about vines that don't bear fruit, you know how to work with that. During the season of Lent, you've got sin, the devil, the cross, you know how to work with that. But that time after Easter, while we're still wearing white, but we really don't know why, then it gets harder. And then we start reading more and more from the middle chapters of the Gospel of John, the Last Supper discourse, and it all gets vague. You hear about above and below, up and down, spirit. I'm going to leave you. Isn't that great? I'm with the Father. Show us the Father. How are you, Saddam Philip? I'm going to leave you. Isn't it great? And if you listen to that in just an isolation, it says, no, it's not great at all. This sounds like a really terrible idea. What are you thinking? And this is where we have to step back and say, we're probably doing it wrong. Here's what I mean. A quick survey suggests to me that all of us here are old enough to remember what film looked like on a movie. You had one frame and then another frame and then another frame. So if you think of old school animation back when Disney was Disney and Walt Disney was drawing Mickey Mouse, if he wanted to have Mickey Mouse touch his head and then touch his nose, the poor animator would have to draw one frame to the other showing that continuous motion step by step. That would take supernatural patience to draw like that. And what had the movie made sense was there was the continuity. There was the beginning, the middle, and the end. But imagine having a film where each frame was from a different movie. So frame one was Song of Bernadette. Frame two was A Lion in Winter. Frame three was The Sound of Music. It would be completely unrelated to each other. It would be nonsense. You'd have an instant and gone, an instant and gone, an instant and gone. There wouldn't be a beginning, a middle, and an end, because it wasn't a, a before, a during, and an after. It would just be now and it's gone, now and it's gone. Well, what happens when we don't read Scripture with the church day by day? What happens when we say, well, I can't get to daily Mass, but I can read the readings for daily Mass every day, and then Pray over them. Even if you do come to daily mass, you probably want to do this too. Here's why. You see that there's a continuity. That if you start with, say, the resurrection, Easter, you've got to start thinking about what's going to happen to his body. And what's going to happen to ours. And what's going to happen to the mission. You start thinking these things and you start wanting to look ahead and say, oh, of course. Of course he wants to save us body and soul. So of course the risen Christ has to be present before the Godhead for eternity to indicate that God loves human flesh forever. So of course he has to leave. But his mission has to continue. So of course we need Pentecost. And he wants to remain with us even though he's glorified, clarified in the presence of the Father. So you've got to have Corpus Christi. Well, what about me and what about my body? Well, of course, we've got to have the Feast of the Assumption of Our Lady. It all fits together. So we tell my students, pull on the thread and get the whole rug. So even if, even if we are showing up 
every single day for Mass. And we don't have the habit of reading the scriptures day by day with the church. If we don't have the habit of taking notes and writing out the story arc and see how one event inevitably leads to the other, we're just going to get unintelligible snapshots. Our Lord says, I'm leaving you, isn't that great? Well, in isolation, that makes no sense. And if we just shrug our shoulders and say, well, that wacky Jesus, what are you going to do with him? I'm just going to go anyway. Then we will miss out. More than miss out, we will be like the Greeks that St. Paul addresses in the Acts of the Apostle, who built a shrine, an altar, to the unknown God. Remember, St. Jerome, the first great biblical scholar of the church, said this, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And even if we come to Mass every single day and don't have the habit of reading the Scriptures with the Church and making our own notes on the Scriptures with the Church every single day, then we are still ignorant of Christ because we are not contemplating the mystery of Christ. And St. Teresa of Avila said that one who does not contemplate, one who does not meditate upon the scriptures daily is carrying a dead soul and a living body. It is incumbent upon all of us to realize when it comes to the worship of God and the knowledge of God, good enough is never, ever good enough. It's a waste of time which leads to the waste of eternity. This day, spend some time in prayer and ask yourself in the presence of God to see how God sees your personal relationship with Scripture, your individual relationship with the calendar of the church. And ask yourself if you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant, or whether he will ask you, come up higher. May God's holy name be praised now and forever.